1: Pregnant ladies
2: and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running.
0: I'm just—I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. All right. I want you to use the ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one
1: for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman to the Express Podcast. You like apples? Welcome back into another edition of the Jess Press Play Podcast. Kevin here joined by Pops, LJ, what's and Tony. What's going on, fellas? Hey, what's, what's up? up? We have gotten past the wild card weekend, an exciting, I guess, I'm sorry, the NFL likes it to be called the super wild card weekend, <laughs> uh, an exciting wild card weekend, but we move on, LJ, obviously we're going to break down what happened this past weekend, but the divisional round is the best weekend of football, right? Easily,
0: easily. It's the, you know, the eight best football teams are playing this week. You know, it's just good to see.
1: Like, NFC and AFC championships are good because you get the Final Four, but this one you get multiple games. You get two days full of football, mm. and they're good games. I mean, last year, wasn't last year's divisional round, Tone, uh, when we had, like, every single game was decided on the final play or something? Pretty close. Right. Yeah, that's
0: right. And mm. primetime is all NFC East all the time. <laughs> I mean, NFC beast. <laughs> am
1: I right? From uh, the least
0: to the beast. <laughs> uh,
1: do we? Let's just, we'll just go chronological order here through the wild card weekend. So we'll start with uh, Seahawks 49ers. And for one half or most of what, no, for really the whole first half, they kind of looked like, oh, Brock Purdy kind of looks like a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. and Seahawks look frisky. And then, they exploded in the second half, went 48 23 behind Purdy throwing four touchdowns. Uh, Tone, what's what, what you thing? I mean, is Purdy just that guy? Is, is it just kind of water finds level? And 49ers are that good team? What'd what you think of that game?
3: I I thought the 49ers took it uh, finally uh, did what they were supposed to do and took care of a, a very weak Seattle's defense. You know, Seattle's defense is one of the, the weakest ones remaining in the playoffs. Other than Miami, and then we'll talk about that game a little bit, but uh, uh, definitely um, uh, was what was supposed to happen. I, I think that was really more of the Seattle came back and came out, had a little juice, got things going, but then San Francisco took over as they should have.
1: And then Shanahan did what I think she, he does the best, and that's just, hey, who's our best player? Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Okay, let's get him the ball. Who's our? Who's the next one? Debo. Okay, yeah, let's get him the ball. Yeah. and pops. Debo had multiple plays, which is the reason you long loved Debo Samuel. And he has some of those plays where I don't know if he's the best receiver, but man, he's fun to watch, isn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, when you said one and two, uh, that might be one and one A. That's right. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know which one for sure is one, but it's just looking at the statute. You get McCaffrey has uh, 119 rushing yards, Samuel has 166 <laughs> total yards. I mean, just the, the key guys. And maybe that's Brock Purdy realized because he was kind of sailing some balls earlier. And I wonder if Shanahan kind of went to him was like, Hey, you. We don't have to be fancy here. You got two really good players. Just give them the ball in mm-hmm. space, they're going to make your stats look really good.
2: Well, and jumping to something I, I, later, you heard Troy Aikman talking about Dak Prescott last night, which I know we'll talk about. I think the game is fast, you know, for for all quarterbacks at first, and and I thought Troy Aikman did a good job explaining that. We'll probably get into it, but for Brock Purdy, especially a rookie, probably took him a little time to settle down. But two observations from this game, I did want yeah. to bring up. One. Uh, they put a graphic up during the game. Did you realize that every, the teams that play San Francisco are zero and fifteen yeah. the next week? Jeez. I mean, that tells me that San Francisco is a physical, physical football team, and Debo Samuel Samuel certainly plays physical. That defense, I think they're the number one defense left in the playoffs. I think, so. um, I think they're. I think that they just wore on Seattle. I think they beat them down. Uh, eventually, and, and that's what I think San Francisco's the better team, but I think that physicalness just
0: what I think, kind of beat them well, That does ahead, play go. to the the second half being a totally different uh, brand of football, too. I mean, you just yeah. can't afford to get tired against the Niners, and you also can't not get tired against the Niners. So. <laughs> well, and one of the
1: most underrated parts yeah. of them is like as great as Devo is, he blocks his ass off. Yeah. We all know Kittle blocks his butt off. Brandon Ayuk is one of the more underrated receivers. I think if it wasn't for Debo Samuel being so awesome, we'd probably be talking a lot about Brendan IU And he does the same. They block downfield. They block – I mean, they just mm-hmm. play a physical brand of football. And if you're not ready for 60 minutes of it, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that they scored 18 in the fourth and 25 in the second half. Mm-hmm. So I think – is it clear to say NFC, the most talented roster, is probably San Francisco, LJ?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that. Would you probably.
1: say they're your favorite? As yes. of right now, I mean, yeah, you I know, would say what, that they're
0: who I like to see as the NFC uh, uh, representative for sure. I mean, they're I, the Giants are the only team that I just can't see making it. But, you know, they're hot. Who knows? But uh, if I had to pick the number one team, it wouldn't be hard for me to say the Niners for sure.
1: Does anyone want to say? I mean, I think the other one would be probably the Eagles. But I just think we haven't seen the Eagles look like the Eagles of earlier this mm. year in a few weeks. Was, so
0: Jalen's a little bit hurt still, too, right?
1: He, after last week, during their last game, he said it. He said it was still hurting when he threw or yeah. something. So, that's that's a, that a bad thing call, for so a quarterback. Yeah. It, yeah. it, yeah. not ideal. It not only not hurts not when
2: ideal. I throw, Coach. Well, don't do that.
1: Uh,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, was there any other takeaways from this game, or we move on? I mean, just well, I, I think one just, other real quick
2: one. So. Um, do y'all notice Pete Carroll choose like a momentous? amount of gum yes. during a game. Yes. And he doesn't always close his mouth when he chews. And so it made me think, I don't know who's on the other side of those headphones when, oh, when he's yeah. got that mic right there. But, oh, my God, can you imagine just the smacking? <laughs> Chomping, and, I bet you're right. That would annoy the piss out of me.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm.
1: He, um, I, I really went to that game as a as a betting man going – well, nine and a half. It's supposed to be rainy and nasty, and then it looks sunny as all get out watching that game. It didn't. I don't know what if I just got the wrong forecast there, Tony. <laughs> did you think it was going to be rainy too?
3: Yeah, it was supposed to be, but they they changed the forecast right at the last minute, the thirty six hours before. Yeah. The atmospheric river that was supposed to be going over San Francisco moved to the to the south, and they were fine the there for a while. Just just have the power to do that. I wish they
0: you know make it snow less up here a little bit. You know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well. You know, you can't control an atmospheric river.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. It, same as Lyft's jump shot. You can't control
3: you, it. You only hope, only to, hope contain to contain it. it.
1: <laughs> That's often said about Lyft's jump shot. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the Saturday night night and a really fun oh, game. God, the Chargers go up at 27 to 0. Wow. And then Charger's going to charge her and they somehow <laughs> find a way to blow this. Trevor Lawrence. Four interceptions to start the game and then comes back to win this game. LJ called me crazy. I think it actually helped Trevor Lawrence to have those interceptions just bam, 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 sure. right back to back. Yeah, Because he was able to kind of just go, well, fuck it. I mean, I can't get worse. Like If <laughs> yeah. you have it throughout the game, you might get rattled. I think yeah. it's like – Hell, I mean, now we're just playing. We're just playing house money. We already lost. us just throw this thing around.
0: It's kind of like and uh back. kicking kick extra points Sometimes you got to. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say that's oh. yeah. <laughs>
1: wrong, but uh, wow. we'll get to <laughs> extra points. <Glad> <laughs> but, that. Yeah,
0: no, I think I think the the deal is is the Chargers. There was only one way to lose that game, and they found it. They goddamn it, they found it. and They always <laughs> will. They're just really good at it.
1: Well, and they fired uh, Joe Lombardi or Lombardi is it Lombardi? Lombardi, yeah. I think. Yeah. Lombardi got fired their offensive coordinator, but even. I'm watching part of the game, and it, it's, I bet I bet going. I'm going to bet on Brendan Staley and not Doug Peterson, who's won a Super Bowl. That was hindsight being 2020. My like, head didn't seem smart. Don't overthink it, Kevin. Plays.
2: Don't overthink it.
1: <laughs> they're up, they're up by, and even when it's like 27-7, they're doing stuff where they they barely ran the ball. Eckler only ran 13 times, but he also wasn't running very well. Mm. But they're calling plays like when you got that big of a lead. I'm not saying you need to turtle up and just play super conservative, but Let's go ahead and snap it at one second on the play clock. They were still snapping it like 18 seconds on the play clock. Yep. And I just – Brandon Staley might be a really good defensive coordinator, but, man, he's not a head coach. And uh, is the chance of Sean Payton with the with the Bolts alive, or is, are they going to bring Brandon Staley back, Tony? I know you're kind of our uh, they, Nostradamus here.
3: They came out and, and gave a vote of confidence to Brandon Staley, but I, I just don't – Understand that I, I think that, that always
1: if, works out well when they say yeah. We
3: don't die like I, a I, yeah, the uh, Chargers used to be a small market team It didn't have the kind of power that that they did. But not, being in L.A., I think that has changed. And um, the the thing I I I wonder, you know, Joe Lombardi, unless Joe Lombardi is the guy that decided in the fourth quarter, let's continue to use Joshua Kelly, even though the game is getting tight, rather than Austin Eckler. You know, why Joshua Kelly was in on the next-to-last drive, I'll never know when you've got arguably the best running back, the best pass-catching running back in, in in the football right now, possibly in NFL history. And if that was Joe Lombardi, then, yeah, he needs to go. Not your if, fault. <clears throat> we'll see sure. when the – the final bell goes, Marsh fuck pretty good. Um, <laughs> and by the way, the bone hammers <laughs> had both of them when they won the championships. Um, oh, good God. Yeah. It's got to be about the bone hammers every time. I <laughs> thought I'd drop <laughs> that in there. But here's the thing. I, so many poor decisions. I, that's got to come back to the head coach. It wasn't, it's just poor to say, I, fire your offensive coordinator when you scored 30 points. Defensive coordinator. Sure. Uh, uh, and a head coach, absolutely, but oh, I just they don't got get four
0: that. you know
1: So Tony Tony, yeah, <laughs> I let, get it. let's play a little blame pie here. Where are you where are you shifting the blame here in this game then?
3: It came to decisions. <laughs> it's head coach. Head Did Joe Lombardi
2: like decide to play Mike Williams in the third, fourth quarter no. in the previous game? Was that Joe Lombardi? I if mean, he
3: did, the head coach should be fired for letting him. And, and so it's <laughs> yeah. just ridiculous. I, that it, The more and more I talk about it, the more fired up I get. It just comes down <laughs> to decision-making. I haven't seen this poor decision-making for a, a, good, a, a talented team uh, since uh, Jason Garrett. Poor decisions with a talented team. They should have done so much more with this team. Should have done more.
1: Well, and I feel like that's every year. Aren't we saying that every year? Yeah, I was about to say this, poor Keenan group. Allen has seen well, that his entire it,
3: career. Anthony Lynn. <laughs> oh, you know, we really liked that guy. Was it was it Vance Joseph before him? Because then Joseph mm-hmm. went to the Broncos? Or was it Anthony Lynn and then Brandon Staley? Anthony Lynn
1: and then Brandon Staley. I think sure. so,
3: yeah. So I think Vance Joseph was before. Same thing. So I, the I, GM I, should be fired. If he didn't go, so gonna, I,
1: I think you're going to hear me say this uh, throughout this pod, and it was what Shanahan did well. And then, and Tony, I think this is exactly what you were saying. Sure, Joshua Kelly might be good at running between the tackles or something, but it's the playoffs. Just get your best guy the ball, and I, I just want to go down with my best guy with the ball. And if I go down, at least I went out swinging with the best guy. I mean, pops, where? On your blade, pie are you just saying head coach, or what was your thoughts from this game in general?
2: No, I, I think I think they fired the wrong the wrong person. I mean, they fired they've not only the offensive coordinator, they uh, fired the passing game coordinator slash quarterback coach. And again, y'all made a reasonably good point. They scored thirty points. I mean, maybe maybe you're looking at the wrong, but you're, it's the head guy. I mean, I I would not want to be a Chargers fan knowing Staley's coming back. I'm not sure. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not sure. I'm glad McCarthy's coming back, but I would <laughs> rather have McCarthy. Then Brandon Staley and I'm not saying Staley's a bad guy, but I just think he's a bad football. I just coach. don't think
1: he's a head coach. I just, I just don't, don't think he's a, he's a head, head coach. coach. So we got into this realm where McVeigh was so good at so young. I think everybody wanted to get the next good young coach, and these yeah. Brandon Staley, I think, is a good young coach. But it takes a long. I, I think you get these veterans because they've seen it and dealt with a lot. They kind of like they've seen other guys screw up. They kind of get like, oh, okay, so this is what it takes to be a head coach. And sometimes I think. You get these these wide eyed bushy tailed in there, and they just don't really know what all it like. Levy Smith might not be the coordinator that uh, Staley is, but he's just he knows how to be a head coach and knows how to run an organization better. And that 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 game frustrated me just because I think the Chargers waste away a lot of talent. Now the Jaguars. I don't know why I didn't see this stat before the game, but LJ, your boy Trevor Lawrence, in his life has never lost on a Saturday.
0: Never. True. That's interesting. Wow. He's yeah. only
1: lost a couple. He's lost in the championship in college, but that was on a Monday night. When do they yeah. play next he's week? Never. Hmm. On a Saturday. Oh, okay. interesting. On a Saturday. Hmm. Dude, we'll get into our picks for the game, but pops, I just want to ask you: Do the Jags ha- or can they make noise, or is this this is the the best the year could get? I can't. Do they even have a challenge against
2: the Chiefs? Oh yeah, no, they play the Chiefs next game. No, they're done. Saturday, I really though. think they're done. Saturday, I, I just, well, we'll see. But <laughs> I, I mean, I hear you. That's an interesting stat, but. Um, you know, help Trevor Lawrence may still be hung over from this big waffle order,
1: <laughs> Waffle House yeah, order. So, so I saw a have
2: TikTok in the <laughs> Waffle House, but I
1: think you, you know what he ordered. Or yeah, what? You've done yeah. some we've had well,
2: no, I just saw stuff. this online and he said what his Waffle House order was. It was a Texas bacon cheesesteak with hash browns and a pecan waffle. I mean, he, he's going to be lethargic next <laughs> Saturday eating all that. Jeez. <laughs> Kevin, I mean, you tried to eat what, 25 waffles at a sitting one time? I was
1: going for 24. I was going for 24 in one sitting.
2: Did not get How'd that. Go? Did not get <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: But I can't tell you what's lethargic the next day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: All right. Um, let's move over to well, Sunday. One, oh, what's that, Tom?
3: One final comment about this game. Yeah. And we talked about playing the blame game on this. And so I tweeted, I texted this out. I, I you could we talked earlier uh, this year about a player costing a team a game because he removed his helmet. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so yep. DJ Moore yeah, he had earlier right. yeah, removed his helmet and got and was so excited. Joey Bosa lost his freaking mind. You know how much I love the Bosa family. Yeah. They <laughs> and 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 so so let me the the whole thing is this Lost his cool. Got the unsportsmanlike penalty. They took the the extra yard. Went for two. Got it. That's what made the one point difference at the end of the game, right? There were plenty of other mistakes to happen to, to get there, but sure. that was the last one. He comes out the next day, and does he say, "I'm sorry, lost my cool"? That never should have happened. I don't. Play. He comes out and says, "Excuse me, I was playing on half a leg." Well, fuck you. You know, don't play yeah. at all. Right, if if you're saying because you got half a leg, you're out there getting unsportsmanlike, not one but two unsportsmanlike conducts, and crying your ass off. Get off the field, man. Get off the field. And so that was just a bad mistake on the playing field, and a bad mistake afterwards. And I know LJ made some (laughs) great comments. He doubled down. (laughs) He doubled down. But you know, for what happened with uh, last week with that guy pushing the. Uh, trainer right. for the for the team, the Green Bay. Green yeah. Bay. You know he came out and did the right thing. Joey Bosa mm. came out and said I was playing on half a leg. You shouldn't blame me. Well, <laughs> whatever. It was just terrible. Well, and then he terrible. even kind
1: of he even kind of had a comment. I don't remember the exact quote. Maybe I can pull it up. But he had a comment about how the refs had it out for him. And yeah, I can't.
0: Yeah, if I talk to them, you, then it's a forty thousand dollar fine. But if they don't like me, then they can make a bad call and then go back to the locker room and say I got that asshole. No matter what happens. Yeah,
1: he's like he said the refs are probably wow. back there saying I got that asshole. I'm like. You know what? Sometimes you screw up and you are the asshole. Yeah. You got to look in the mirror and go, "My bad." Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, if the I, refs are out to player. get
0: you, then be less stupid. Like that's just that was just <laughs> a dumb mistake. Like, <laughs> here's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: hmm. LJ. Yeah, you know, I'm with the, I mean, you brought up how yes, the Green Bay Packer made a mistake uh, on weeks 18, mm-hmm. but he came out right after and was like, "Yeah, I, I mean, hand up, I screwed up, I mm-hmm. made a mistake, cost my team." I can, I mean, I don't want you to make mistakes ever. I mean, I, I, I right. those kind of bonehead plays, but it's going to happen. I, I, mm-hmm. Bosa could have gained a lot more respect in my book. Peter came out and said, I just simply have to keep my composure. I can't yeah. do that. Even yeah. if I think the ref screwed me. And even if they did screw you, you can't do that. You just, yeah. you, you might've cost your team the game right
0: there. Yeah, Cause they can't call you for a penalty. You didn't commit at least that one, uh, you know, you have to have done it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just
2: ridiculous. Um, another observation <laughs> since you brought that up. Um, so, uh, do you see that uh, the the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, he scored that, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's a two-point conversion or a quarterback sneak on a touchdown, but he just sticks his big paw over, right? Yeah, yeah he just paws yeah, it. He just sticks just- the big paw over, and I think that was when he was just one yard out, which will yeah. come into play later yeah. uh, when we talk about <laughs> right. this. Um, but. I guess he just got a big old hand and just sticks yeah. that one hand over and gets the touchdown. I thought that yeah. was a very good play, but I thought, wow, I probably would have used both hands. Yeah. Um, but he but got away you with it.
1: Get it right over. I mean, it was it was pretty quick. I mean, it's, he takes it up and just kind of goes, pop. Pop, pop. And then pulls and, it and back. There. Yeah. I thought that I was I mean, it's a good thing he's
0: got like a six foot four wingspan. I mean, that was that just looked I'll easy. where
1: do we where do we stand on the Trevor Lawrence for you? I know you've been kind of anti Trevor Lawrence.
0: Oh, I don't want to like him, but I kind of like him. I mean, he he okay. he wins games. He uh, he loses games gracefully, but then he wins them you know pretty pretty damn well when he wants to. And uh, he seems like a pretty good guy. I just I guess I'm starting to like him. Dang it!
3: Yeah, that's, <laughs> he went up my book when he ten cups it and goes to Waffle House after a big win. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Texas making
0: cheese baby.
3: That's pretty
1: big.
2: Scattered, like smothered, covered. <laughs> I, <like laughs> I love it. to see it. I like it.
1: Let's go to the Dolphins-Bills game. The Bills get the win, mm-hmm. so if you threw them in your uh, money line parlays or whatever you got there, but they only won by three, so I might have screwed some teasers over mm-hmm. for the people out there. But I, I have to say, well, and I, there there's a little bit of the Bills that scares me with Josh Allen gets a little reckless at times, but I want to give a little shout-out to just the Dolphins and, and Mike McDaniel and Skylar Thompson because – They it went down 14-0 quick and it had all the makings of well we don't have our quarterback and we're just gonna we're in Buffalo, it's just gonna be a bad and they fought back and made this a game. Mm -hmm. Tony, what was your thoughts watching that Dolphins Bills game? It was just that.
3: And so I started to relax in this, oh okay, this is gonna go fine. This is what this is supposed to be. Okay, yeah, I can, you know, I'll have another beer and not worry about my four-game (laughs) parlay. And uh, because it's no longer a six game parlay because what the Chargers did. So um, (laughs) I uh, but um, I was watching that. And then all of a sudden uh, Miami just played and the Bills uh, almost pulled the Chargers and they just kind of started being lackadaisical and turnovers are the great equalizer. There's just no doubt about it. Turnovers are the great equalizer. And the Bills let a uh, uh, less – Unless you Chargers. <laughs> Chargers, that's right. It Let a, a more a less talented team stay in the game with them because of turnovers.
1: I'm trying to look and see what the final turnover tally was. It was uh, three turnovers for the Bills to two, two for the yeah. Dolphins. But does it – LJ, are, we, are you scared at all with uh, – Josh Allen just does this where I, you want to call him a gunslinger, wherever you want to call him. He just—it's almost like you almost know, like there's going to be one or two plays in the game where he's going to throw the pick or the fumble, and usually he makes up for it. But I just—that's that, that, going to blow you a gaming team that's not the Dolphins, right? El?
0: Yeah, and I think that uh, next week they've got a game, uh, a rematch of of sorts, uh, big one.
1: That game's gonna is yeah, going to be fun. Uh, Them versus Cincinnati is going to be fun.
0: And I think the one thing that you can, you know, so if you've got a gunslinger on your side, you can always look at a deficit and know we've got a shot here. Um, So that's good for a team. And that defense is really good at getting takeaways, too. So it does even out for the most part for them. Um, But, yeah, I I would be a little bit nervous about it. But if I'm a Bills fan right now and, you know, kind of am, obviously, um, then I'm I'm feeling like we're we're looking good. You know, this could be a good game. This is this is a good team. They've got a real shot at this. And you're looking at Mahomes. You know, it's you're waiting to see what that whether he's ready to play you. Well, better not look too far no, ahead. No, 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 I agree. There's a guy named Joe Burrow
1: who's going to come into Buffalo. There's a bunch of people
0: shot. in uh, in orange jerseys that are going to be ready to play. That's for sure.
1: Tony, what do you think? Are you worried about the Bills moving forward? I mean, they're one of the favorites for a lot of people to make it to the Super Bowl, and I just think no, there's two tough games coming ahead of them.
3: No, because it's been such a chaotic ride for them. You kind of had to think there was going to be a little bit of a letdown. I was – In all honesty, I was a little more concerned about that spread than I was the San Francisco spread uh, because it's such a roller coaster. You have that, uh, you know, uh, Hamlin incident, game gets canceled, so much emotion there last week of the regular season. uh, And then to come into this, it's just hard to get back on an even keel and play professional football which in playing professional football you've you've got to be able to have some emotion but you've got to be able to control it and i think they you could just kind of see that their their firecracker just wasn't lit i guess is the best way to say it Mm -hmm. and they had some bad things happen and all of a sudden they just couldn't they couldn't sleepwalk through that game and luckily for them they woke up but so as far as that game is concerned i'm i'm not worried about them the rest of the playoffs i will we'll talk about matchups here in a little bit but uh Especially this weekend, Cincinnati's got the one that's got the most to be worried about, I think, with all their injuries. But uh, um, I'm not concerned about the Bills because of this particular game.
1: Pops, are you in the same boat there?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think Tony makes a really good
2: point. I I guess I thought they would still be riding that emotional high. And, I mean, they were playing a third-string quarterback that looked like he was in high school last week. You know, he didn't have great stats, but he did look a little more composed. Uh, I I will give him that, but – um, I, I would say I'm still a little concerned. I do want to understand more about the Cincinnati injuries when we get ready to talk about that next game. But, uh, but yeah, I'm a little worried about Buffalo.
1: I just find that and this is not me going to go, this quarterback's as good as Josh Allen. But if Dak Prescott has those same plays that Josh Allen had this past week, we're not going, oh, that's just Josh Allen and the gunslinger. We're saying this is the big problem with Dak Prescott. I it Just – it's interesting to me that that conversation does not get had about Josh Allen. Am True. I out of out on that? I mean, what what do you think on that pops?
2: How many interceptions has Josh Allen thrown this year?
1: League leading, I think. I think it's him at
2: um, no, i lead, think him lead, at the league leader's line. Dak, and he's okay. been out five games. So Right,
1: I think they're pretty they're like one and two, but there is one that's been
2: It was Derek Carr lower. until he got benched. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Let's just seeing I'm thinking Josh Allen. Josh,
1: right now, yeah. I'm seeing Josh Allen has 16. Davis Mills 15. Dak 15. Oh,
2: so I, I guess he was then. Right? Also, Maybe I misguided. That's also
1: with and you and you were saying this possible. That's also with Dak's played five fewer games than Josh Allen has. So right. yeah, yeah. But per game, it's Dak
0: that, at one point one five. Josh Allen's number five per game. He
1: just. I, I think it's it's. And Josh Allen's better than Dak. I'm not saying Dak is possibly better than Josh Allen. I just don't don't think that's true at all. But it just does feel like there's a little bit different narrative around the two to me. Um, Who the Bills have next is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals, who had what is just a typical – it was an AFC North battle against the Ray. It was John Harbaugh doing John Harbaugh things, and they just battled with the Bengals. And really, it turned on – Huntley trying to pull a Trevor Lawrence and he tried to <laughs> take the sneak and put the ball up, mm-hmm. fumble, and it turns into a touchdown, a 14-point swing basically right there. Uh, Tony, what you, that, that play looked a little too familiar with me. I, I didn't like it. Yes, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, looked it, it looked very familiar. familiar.
3: <laughs> oh, it was, it was scary. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, and, and as soon as it happened, I'm like, is that a fumble? Is that a fumble? And next thing you know, old, old man Hubbard is running down the field and uh and they they carry him into the end zone you're thinking wow that's the ball game i mean that's literally the ball game and uh uh and uh just amazing that was uh, one of those plays you can't again you, you snip you can't predict turnovers and to have that happen and go 98 yards the other way yeah. amazing and
1: you just it just felt like you knew once once that happened and the way this game was played and it was basically every single point yeah. matter, every first down matters and you haven't played that big yep it was like, well, yeah. it's going to be hard for the Ravens to overcome that, and they couldn't. Yeah, and it I will say did,
3: this.
2: They, oh, mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead,
3: Luke. Well,
2: I was just wondering, did anybody like me think there might have been a little block in the back on that return, and I was I was worried yeah. about I think looking at it, it wasn't. I don't think it yeah. was at all. And I thought that the, 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 the ref showed great restraint in not calling yeah. that. But yeah. it did look like it at, at first, I thought.
1: Who was that that was chasing after him? Um, uh, I don't I remember, remember who it was. Who. It was Mark. It was a uh, Mark Andrews. I, it was yeah, all Mark time Andrews. ever play. That's one when you watch the film, you go look at because he probably wasn't going to catch him, but by God, he's going to give it all he yeah. got. And I think that's why it yeah. fell because which I don't reach full speed ever anymore. But when you reach full <laughs> speed, I think you get that where you start to fall a little bit and you lean it a little, and so it started to fall. And you could tell the Bengals guy was like, "Please do not let me be a block in the back." You start raising his hands yeah. up. Yeah, um, he so that LJ, was the fastest. I, I, he just real quick. Ahead. That's
0: fastest Mark Andrews has ever run in his NFL career at twenty point seven two miles per hour.
1: He was moving. He was, he was <laughs> I mean, picking them up and putting them yeah, down, he baby. Was yeah. Fast. That's winning type plays. I, I mean, I was well, I was watching. It and I was like, wow, I just I love that from Mark Andrews. That's big yeah. time. Uh,
2: He's a great player. LJ.
1: So I feel like I might be talking a little out of two sides here because with the Bills game, I'm, I was yeah. like. Oh, this close game kind of makes me worried. And then Bengals just barely beat the Ravens on a backup quarterback, and I'm not saying I'm concerned. But I think it's just because these two teams just they play tight games. They yeah. just the Ravens defense knows how to play the Bengals offense and they just play tight games. I don't think I saw any fatal fall flaw from the Bengals except for what Tony kind of alluded to. Might be some injuries up on the front there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, the big difference here is Tyler Huntley, I think, was playing his mind out. He was actually playing a really good great. game. He until that f- Yeah, that he fumble. did. Uh, that's what made me feel so
1: bad about that fumble because he mm-hmm. played a really good game. I know yeah.
0: me and Andrew were watching that game. And we were talking about like, I don't know, like w- what teams are looking for quarterbacks, because if Jackson's back next year, can somebody scoop him up? And yeah, you know, I don't know if one fumble probably doesn't cost you that much, but it could. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, but but yeah, so I think uh, Tony, the Bengals, the Bengals should be pretty happy that they came away with a double on that one. And it's, again, not something to be too stressed about. Your team is what your team's supposed to be, I think.
1: I think there's possibility, Tony, that and it's not the same effect, because as uh, pops alluded to, no one's won the week after playing the 49ers. But I think playing the team like the Ravens, who just they kind of play, especially in that game, it was going to be tough for either team to have to play the following week because it's just a tough football game. Physical. And mm-hmm. What are we looking at on the injury front with the Bengals? I know they already were missing the right side of their offensive line
3: they, going into the game, right? They lost the left. So I can't believe they've. they've uh, the last thing I checked today is they're still listing him as questionable. Now they haven't. If Who I think is he? the left tackle, um, Jonah
1: Williams, that is.
3: Uh, dislocated kneecap. Now I. That never heard real question. I, yeah.
1: I think it's one of those I've like, never heard
3: of anybody questionable. being able to come back after they dislocated a kneecap, but uh, they haven't ruled him out officially. So that would be the left tackle, right tackle, and right guard. Wow, from the starting five. Okay, that changes my pick.
2: Yep. start of
3: the starting five of the league's worst pass protection offensive line. <laughs> so, not only mm. is it – and, and actually not the league's worst. I mean, it's, it was in the bottom ten. I think they actually got a little better this year. But um, who was their number one – Their yeah, well, Jonah Williams. So, yeah, so that's that's the thing to they look have for. They Williams
1: and then they picked up Collins and the, Lyle Collins in the office Lyle Collins went down. And then, he's down. He's and then down. their guard, who I can't think of their name at the moment, but he's out.
3: Yeah, so and it's going to be really good. I'll difficult. just
1: throw this out there. We don't have to do near as much athletically for a podcast, but if I dislocate my kneecap, I'm out one week at least. Yeah.
2: yeah. At least. Easily. Even for the podcast.
3: Even, yeah, the podcast. even for the podcast. Yeah, even for this. You're going to have to couch. go on without
1: me for at least yeah. a week. Maybe we could reevaluate in two well, weeks, but it I, won't be unquestionable.
3: Yeah. And I, well, listen, I wanted to kind of go back, and I, I, I forgot to say this. On Tyler Huntley's play, I thought the, the commentators did a great job because Tyler got a little bit he, he, it was in between. It was kind of like watching Lyft go up for a rebound. He, <laughs> he couldn't jump. And when he, 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 he couldn't jump. And so he went up and, and they said he was in great position. The play was called for a quarterback sneak to go under because the, their line, the lineman dove down for them to get him to go through. But he decided to go up and his lineman cut his feet out from under him. And so he kind of just ended up like just kind of leaning rather than jumping and going over. And so when he leaned into it, that's what put the ball perfectly for somebody to swat it out. And so uh, <laughs> I thought that was a great call. And when you that's look true. at the replay, it's like, yep, that's right. He, if he had just dove under, he probably makes it. But he made a decision to try to go over, and the his offensive linemen were like, well, dude, we're on your feet. Yeah. So and so he kind of tried to lean lean into the end zone
1: (laughs) i'm trying to look it up but it doesn't show it here but i mean the difference in trevor lawrence and tyler huntley doing that is one is one one is six foot six yeah and i believe the hand sizes are trevor lawrence is a 10 inch hand and i don't know what huntley's didn't show up because i don't know if he was at the combine but and
0: uh, and notably right (laughs) trevor lawrence had to go three feet tyler huntley had to go six feet right
1: Right, and yeah. again, as a Razorback fan, I can tell you, and I think, uh, unfortunately, KJ Jefferson had to learn this the hard way, you don't do the Superman dive from the four-yard mm-hmm. line. <laughs> no, let's wait until you're on the inches <laughs> yep. to do that one.
2: Yeah, it, it can derail a season, as Uncle Tony is <laughs>
1: <laughs> putting yeah. on the, And it yeah.
2: did. Yeah.
3: yeah, you don't try to dunk from the free throw line. Uh, Unless I you're think I skip this
1: because mm. this was the middle game. Or Doc Jay. Doc Jay almost did it, but. Airmuffs, mother, if you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> yeah. this Vikings fan. But, and it was the, it, you know, usually when a pick gets right, you like to be happy about it, but I knew this pick was going against mom and the Giants just, the Vikings, do, so LJ, were the Vikings just who we thought they were, as Denny Green would say? Or the Giants, they show you a little something extra, extra? Uh, A
0: little bit of both. I, I didn't think the Giants would be able to pull it off. Um, but in hindsight, uh, you know, maybe I, Kirk Cousins is uh, Kirk Cousins. And uh, maybe there's a reason that his only playoff win is like one of the named games in playoff history. So yeah. um, maybe he's just, yeah, maybe he's not a great playoff quarterback. I don't really know why he's not a great playoff quarterback, but...
1: Well, Tony, what that throw, (laughs) they have fourth and whatever it is, fourth and eight. And 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 I heard him talk about it afterward, and he said he thought this timer in his head was coming up, and he just thought, I'd at least rather get it out to someone than get sacked. But you you don't throw it past the sticks, and Hawkinson played a great game. I wish someone would have said that on the podcast Mm -hmm. those people were listening (laughs) last week. But Hawkinson had a great game, but you don't throw it short of the sticks, and it wasn't like he had room to run. He has a guy on his back when he catches it. And that's kind of the Kirk Cousins plays where I'm like, I just know one of those bonehead, bonehead plays are in there. And then we, you texted in our group text, but also uh, Justin Jefferson disappeared in quarters two through four. Disappeared. What were your thoughts watching that game?
3: Yeah, that was it. And um, I, I don't know, for some reason, uh, the Vikings quit running the football, and I don't know why they did. Um, and, and then um, it was just – so, uh, to me, the difference in the game was that and it, th- that was a, a poor decision in the last game. But um, uh, Daniel Jones running the football mm-hmm. was, and, and, and people talk about here, he doesn't, he's not in the top two or three, but he's not in the bottom two or three either. He's, he's very effective running the football. And I think the Vikings were not prepared for that. And he made some critical first downs to keep drives alive. And I, I thought he did a great job with that. And I, to me, that was the difference maker in the game is that Minnesota when, did not compensate for that.
0: We were talking about uh, Josh Allen and Dak Prescott's interceptions. Daniel Jones has thrown the least interceptions of anybody in the league.
1: Well, and that's been the, the day ball has changed his career. Cause mm-hmm. that was his problem was he showed you a few flashes, but he just always fumbled it through picks like crazy. Mm-hmm. And this year he does not turn the ball yeah. over. And, I'll tell you, he really has made a fan of me. Like I, Daniel me Jones too. is a good quarterback, and I think he's tough. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. He's got a decent arm. I like Daniel Jones a lot, and I think his teammates like him.
3: Yeah, Thanks. and so yeah, this is the stat I think that that sets up the game. He had seventeen rushing attempts. Seventeen. Barkley had nine.
0: Yeah.
3: Seventeen rushing attempts for seventy-eight yards. Uh, that's that's pretty impressive. And uh, that just the number of attempts is is impressive. And so, more
0: than Dalvin Cook had as the only running back on that team. So,
3: yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so, I'm, I that was a very impressive performance by Daniel Jones. And that that to me is what won the game. I don't think the Vikings lost the game. I, I think Daniel Jones just went out and won that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, pops. I saw you nodding with the Daniel Jones stuff. Are you kind of that same? I mean, you, yeah, well, I, just think, made a fan out of me. I
2: think uh, Daniel Jones is, is going to get paid, and you know, I think yeah, uh, he, that
1: that that, that uh, contract just keeps going up. That, that like, contract went
2: up, but but I wanted to say when y'all were talking about Cousins, I would say now that last pass notwithstanding, I don't know what other options he had. That that seemed yeah. like a poor decision. I'd have to go look at the field see if he had other options. But I thought in all, Cousins played pretty good. I thought that Minnesota defense did not. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they good really point. showed me they they're just not a very good defense um, from the
1: first Giants drive I mean, they, they were moving the ball and, off early and often in the and, game.
2: And, uh, yeah and and I think also I think the Giants that uh, Dayball you know I, I said Shanahan coach of the year last last week and I I guess that's a regular season award but Dayball is certainly right there with that because they took Jefferson out of the game and I, and I think that was they schemed him out of the game double covering every. Uh, every route where he turned, they had another guy there. And, and uh, I mean that he's a hell of a weapon and, and maybe O'Connell isn't it. O'Connell O'Donnell. Who's the coach? Kevin, Kevin O'Connell O'Connell. Maybe somebody should have figured out a way to, to get, to get Jefferson loose. Or, I mean, you well, still got it, Thielen, you got Dalvin cook, you've got, you've got some, some tools there. That's
1: why. Yeah. If we're doing the blame game, I probably should shift le- less from Kirk cousins and more over to O'Connell. Cause the, and Tony, we didn't even talk about it, but I know you texted it to us the third and one play where they decided they're going to do a double pass and throw it back to Kirk Cousins where he doesn't even have blockers. You're just getting too cute. Mm-hmm. And then I do think the defense probably made an adjustment on Justin Jefferson, but it just seemed like he quit. He was getting targeted like crazy early and then just kind of disappeared. Disappeared. And Jefferson's well, that. I don't care if they're bracketed. I don't care. I'm getting Justin Jefferson the ball.
3: Well, I'll say this. So if I told you that Justin Jefferson had nine targets and seven receptions, how many yards would you think he had?
1: You would think he'd be creeping close to a hundred.
3: More than he had. I feel like. 47 yards. So what that tells you is I I think the Giants did a phenomenal job in game planning, play him deep, give him soft zone coverage. And and, and maybe they knew that Kirk Cousins – was not going to sit back here and get hit. And he was going, when he saw somebody open, he's going to hit him, regardless of what yardage he needed. And because Cousins was 31 to 39, I think. 30, I think it was 31. Yeah. yeah 31, 31 39, 39, 273, 2 T, 2 touchdowns yeah. and no no interceptions. But you thought if I told you, yeah, you had 31 receptions and you only had 273, mm. that's, for a pro quarterback, that's not very big. I think it's so, good coaching. I play. Play. The a good coach. The Giants had a good good plan.
0: And they're picking safe yeah. plays. You know, it's the, the yeah. Alex Smith style where you're you're gonna take, you know, the amount of risk that you can to not lose a game, but sometimes you gotta take more risk to win a yeah.
3: game. Yeah. I, the Giants they, they played the soft played that soft zone and and I hope folks are watching that if you gotta play Justin Jefferson next year mm-hmm. and uh because that Can I say that
2: made a, me think of, of something right there, too. If you go back to that game we talked about before, could you could you tell the difference in, in uh, T.J. Huntley and Joe Burrow and what the coaches had at their availability? I mean, he, Huntley was – he didn't have quite the options that Burrow mm-hmm. gives you. I mean, and, and so you do. Sometimes you have to play with what you've got. And yeah. Uh, yeah. anyway, that made me think yeah. of that. I, yeah. yeah, I thought the Giants had a great game plan, Did did a good job. Daniel Jones, so, the quarterback. I think right. I'm, I'm I'm a fan too. Yeah. Right.
1: The NFC East ended the weekend at one and zero, and then they went to two and zero after Monday. I know the listeners probably thought we'd start with this one. But I want to show you I have some discipline here. Um, <laughs>
3: need discipline.
1: Dallas Cowboys coming out. Besides not being able to make a single effing extra point for most of <laughs> the, did the game, they make one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They, they made one. They did make one on the fifth try. They finally made one. Uh, broke the record for most extra points missed in a single game, uh, but you damn near don't even get to try
0: for in most games. Like
1: <laughs> that's what. So we're sitting there at uh, a local uh, watering hole here in, in Little Rock watching the game, and there was mostly Cowboy fans in there, and it was only because the score is what it was. Because if it would have been close at all, and he was still missing extra points, there'd have been a lot more cussing in the in the mm. establishment that I was in. <laughs> but we were like all collectively going. At this point, I want him to go back. Can he miss four in a row? Can he really do it? And sure Sure enough, he did. We'll get into what we do with the kicker maybe going into next week. But that was – should I be – we can talk about Dak and say because I think Dak had one of his best games I've seen him play at least this year, but maybe in a while. But that defense looked good and they haven't looked good in a while. Is that playing old Tom Brady pops, or is that a defense who just played well, I mean, or is it both?
2: Well, it is a little bit of both, but I mean, you, Micah Parsons was the best athlete on the field. He was the best yeah. player on the field uh, last night, and and I think the pressure that they got on Tom Brady, who is notoriously does not like pressure,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, made made a huge huge difference. So so yeah, that defense looked. When well, I thought Tom
1: versus. was missing a lot of throws, and he and it was he was well, under duress when he was I think missing. it was because he's yeah. under duress. I mean that's yeah. that's how you beat Tom Brady.
2: That interception he threw in the ends. I mean yeah. that was that was looted. that's yeah. not even Tom Brady stuff. There, yeah. I don't know. That was dumb.
1: So Tony, did you see something moving forward that this Cowboys defense maybe is a little better than we were thinking going into the playoffs? Or I
3: I always thought they were pretty good moving going into the playoffs. I thought that Quinn had them playing well. Uh, And they were definitely the fastest defensive unit uh, over the weekend. Uh, I I know because even with that, you know, even though Brady got 351 yards through the air, it took him 66 attempts to get it. Now I'm telling you at 45, (laughs) <laughs> if I had to throw the ball sixty six times, uh, literally, uh, you'd have to take me to the hospital after the game <laughs> to sew my arm back on my body. That just would, that's just ridiculous, and I think that showed in the last in the fourth quarter. Uh, you could see that Tom really he just couldn't throw the ball, and um, now he made that one. I, I, I will still say this: in, in one of the best throws I've seen was the throw that he missed Mike uh, Mike Evans on. Mm-hmm. He threw a 50-yard laser,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh,
3: and it just tipped off of Mike Evans' hands. He had gotten mm-hmm. behind the receiver. But can you imagine? It's your, it's your 60th throw of the game, and you sit in the pocket, and he zipped the ball 50 yards on target. Crazy. Wow. The, he, definitely the GOAT. But on this game, the defense, the Cowboys' defense was just too fast, and Lyft said it. Michael Park Michael. Parsons is the best athlete on the field, period. My my concern for the Cowboys going to next weekend is if Javon Curse is healthy or not at safety.
1: So did he come back? He into came back, game? didn't he,
3: Tony? In did he come back? back? So, I did not see that he, he came I, back. If he comes back, we he's saw, I saw him. Okay.
1: later in the game and thought, okay, well, it's good to see him because I thought that injury was okay. a little more serious.
2: Well, and did any of y'all consider like when it was down in the fourth quarter and seven minutes left I the kind game, of like, like, take him out. Take in. these guys out. Parson had already limped, limped off once. Car- yeah. If
1: it wasn't Tom Brady, I think they do. But there's there's Tom Brady scares the shit out of yeah, like, well, maybe maybe so. you. Yeah, well, maybe so. Maybe so. Probably for good reason because he's done it a lot. But uh, So, what do we do, Pops? Do we? I think I read today, we're recording this as Tuesday. They did the, the vote of confidence for uh, Brett Mauer. And Brett Mauer, for what it's worth, has been a really good kicker all year. He's been a solid kicker, one of the better parts of the offense, or at least the scoring part. And he just got the yips early. And for people who had the over, I think the over was 45 and a half. And he could have made just any of those four missed field goals. And that'd have been nice. But he, so I, that probably killed some people out there. But Pops, what do we? What do you do? Do you bring another yeah. kicker do you just kinda of go
2: You know what or, I think you do? And and I saw Dak Prescott did this, and I'm telling you, I like the guy for, for this, but he stepped up and he goes, You know what? I played like shit last week. I'm I'm with Money Mar. He's my guy. He had a bad game. He'll be back next week and he's gonna he's gonna make kicks that count for us. And I thought Man, that's the way for the leader of the team to step up and and take care of his dude. And and I think that's what you do. You roll with you roll with who got you there. And God, that was terrible. But Mar better his leg needs to be a little sore today from practice kicking. But he and he well, was overthinking it. It was obviously the yips. I mean, right. Obviously.
1: So. Well, and so I agree. But Tony, I mean, I've watched sports for a while, not as long as you, but. When you get the yips, you know you get the yips. They kind of stick around. They kind of stick
3: around. There are there are classic examples of the yips in in all different sports. And so mm-hmm. he had them. And and field goal kicking is one of the worst uh, jobs to get the yips on because it's so much of a middle mm-hmm. game and it's repetition. And you one two three, you get your um, you, you get your rhythm going. But I, let's I want to say this: Brett Meyer was more accurate this year than Justin Tucker, arguably one of the best kickers ever. So he was more accurate than Justin Tucker. Now, he didn't kick the same number of long field goals that Tucker did. But still, he only missed three field goals during the year. Now, that's less than t- – Tucker missed five. So um, uh, so I, I think, you know, you can't argue that the, the guy's a good kicker and he does get the yips. And Dak said it perfect. That was the exact thing that they needed to do. But I watched Steve Sachs have to leave the game of, of baseball because he couldn't throw the ball from second base. It's the easiest throw in baseball. All you can do is flip it. You just got to flip it, and he couldn't do it. Couldn't throw the ball 45, 45 feet, and left the game. And uh, we've seen that with uh, golfers. I I don't know if you ever watched Ian Baker Fitch duck hook one into the <laughs> into, into the uh, into the uh, spectators off the tee box. He quit the game because he couldn't he couldn't hit the ball off the tee anymore. Uh, which kind of like me. but um, he, Sorry, Don't line a gallery I, up. Yeah, all not, up. Right, dude. <laughs> Luckily for me, there's not a 1,000 people lined up on the left side mm, of the yeah. fairway when I hit the ball. That's <laughs> only at the Little River Three-Man scramble. But uh, um, I think that uh, he'll come back from it. Uh, he'll come back.
1: Well, I sure hope well, so. So you're saying don't even sign another kicker?
3: Don't sign him. No.
1: LJ? Uh,
0: I think, okay, so what I think is they've already messed up. When they didn't kick that field goal like fourth and eight in the fourth quarter, when it was an obvious field goal position, you're like up by like 18 points and then you decide not to kick that field goal. The yips are here to stay then. I mean, you got to put confidence in your kicker or sign another one right then and there.
2: the thing well, is, right after that, right, when they hit that touchdown, before you even knew what was going on, that the extra point was going yeah. through. So I think, you know, they good. didn't think about it, just said
0: I think McCarthy no, said, know, get when, your ass out there and they, kick it. They already know. got the points. So but, they're good to go. When when you need to depend on them, sure they said, well, yeah. no, we're not going to do it. And I, You're right. I don't know how he's going to sleep, you know, well, knowing that.
1: And your boy Dak, leader Dak, which I was agreeing with him, but at one point I think when he saw the third or fourth mm-hmm. division, he like what? the camera goes to him, he's like, go for – Two. Yeah. Like He's throwing his out. helmet. Yeah. yeah.
0: Off the field. Off the field, him. he threw his helmet, so he wasn't Bosa. But
3: off the field, that's right. Doesn't count. Um, the other oh, thing I okay. will throw out there, that's and it's that's just good. an
0: interesting coincidence. Uh, apparently, last week uh, the NFL has had put out a memo to the refs to watch for uh, uh, the the kick holders uh, dropping like trash or coins on the field uh, to like make a little marker for kickers, um, so they have something to watch for um they like drop something saying this is where the place is going to be so the kicker can just run straight for there and they hmm. put, sent out that memo last week
1: wait what so where would they put so, it? What, explain so i'm a, place where they're spot the ball yeah, I'm a placeholder is-
0: and as i'm about to receive the snap i drop a coin um that says hey the ball is going to be right here so you can just watch that coin and run straight at it and know exactly where it's going to plant um the nfl said hey watch out for players doing this and the uh, Cowboys missed four extra points in a row. I don't know if that's like, so that's well, you're not
1: saying the Cowboys were doing this, but it could be, hmm. could be, maybe, could be. So they need to get sneaky with their coins, yeah.
0: Mm. They need to get sneakier with their coins, is all I'm
3: saying. I wonder if uh, I wonder if the IT department could look at some playback from two weeks ago, <laughs> maybe, and, yeah. See if we see, see, uh, <laughs> see what you see, yeah. I like it. Hmm.
1: So let's let's get to a pick here. Uh the Cowboys now have to go play the San Francisco 49ers who we just talked about are the, the cream of the crop in the NFC. The line is San Francisco minus three and a half, which I thought would be bigger than that. I was kind of surprised to see it only three and a half. Pops, do you have a pick on this? One? I know last week you were not even giving us picks. For
2: Honestly, so I picked all the games, but this one I kind of want to hear what y'all have to say. But what I <laughs> will say, what I will say is that if Mar misses four extra points, the Cowboys will lose this game for sure. Mm-hmm. If he misses kicks, he's we're going to need a kicker in this game to have a chance. <laughs> and I'm worried that may not be enough. Um, you know, Brock Purdy has played out of his freaking mind. He looked a little shaky in the first half. And, again, we talked about playoffs and the game's fast, and, and I get all that. Um, I think Dallas has to get that rush back there and get in Purdy's mind quick, quick so to have a chance to win this game.
1: I think – I'll let you – I know you said you wanted to see what we were going with first. So, I, I think with it being three in the hook, it's probably 49ers, and this could be a fandom going here. But I – I think Dan Quinn is going to have something for Brock Purdy, and and Brock Purdy may make me just eat my eat my stuff again and just look great. But I think Dan Quinn's going to have a good game plan for him. I do think that pass rush will be getting back there, and so Purdy could get rattled. Then again, they might start dumping off a bunch of screens. Uh, this game's tough for me. I think I'm, if I had to make a pick. 49ers minus minus three and a half because even if the pass rush does get there, I think Shanahan draws up some quick, easy plays to Devo and McGaffrey, and IU. But I mean, Tony, I mean, are you is there any chance of you taking the Cowboys cover or?
3: I'm all over the Cowboys. Best bet, best bet of the week.
1: Really? Okay, hmm. tell me why. I, okay, and so here's I, why I want um, to be that. And way, please so tell us why. Me.
3: Here's why. I after watching the game last night and watching them against Tampa Bay and thinking about the way San Francisco plays, if Curse is healthy. Curse can take the top off of the defense, and for for the defense, he can he, excuse me, he can keep the top from getting taken off of the defense. Plus, he can come up and play the line. That takes away Debo Samuel. He's got to be able, able to come down on the line, and when Debo crosses, he's got to be able to stop Debo right there. Debo makes his money yards after catch. So I think Curse, if Curse can handle Debo, the Cowboys have enough speed at uh, at linebacker to handle Kittle. And if Micah Parsons has at least one sack, I think the Cowboys win the game because he'll have five or six pressures if he does. And I think unless they, they're going to have to, the only way San Francisco, I think, can be effective against this pass rush if they run a lot of sprints and bootlegs. And the thing about it, nobody's talked about Brock Purdy and his, and his ability to run. And so if, if they take half the field away from Brock Purdy, and the Cowboys get to defend half the field on bootlegs and sprints. I think the Cowboys' defense can hold San Francisco to under seventeen points, and I think the Cowboys can win this like twenty to seventeen, or or twenty-two to seventeen, getting two extra two two two-point uh, two, two, two conversions and a touchdown. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I I I do like the Cowboys here. I think they've got enough speed on defense that it's going to interrupt. San Francisco's game. And you said something about you said something about the um, the screen game, and, and this is where I think the Cowboys are maybe one of the best teams in the league with the screen game because they rush four. And Micah Parsons Shoot. last night must have knocked down three screen passes. And Tampa Bay is one of the best screen teams in the NFL. And he knocked down three pass, One of them he almost snatched out of the air and took the, took he, the other way.
1: Mm-hmm. And he would have cribbed that, too. I think he would have yeah. taken that for six.
3: So I, I think he can prevent that. I, I think that, that the screen pass game is not going to be as effective with San Francisco this weekend. That's that's my take on
1: it. I, uh, I think another key, Tony, and I didn't see it enough in this one, and I, I get that Zeke's the leader in that offense. Tony Pollard needs way more yeah. touches. Tony Pollard's more the touches. man. He is the man. Most man. He, had, he still had three or four runs last week where they were only four-yard runs. But, like, he had nothing backfield, but he was able to make a move, and he just has explosiveness that Zeke doesn't have. I need to see Pollard get – you're in the playoffs now. I get conservative touches in the regular season because he might not be a big guy. He needs 15, probably 20 touches. 20 touches.
2: I mean, receptions, handoffs, he needs 20 touches for sure. He's just
1: your most explosive. I mean, him and, like, Lamb are the two most explosive players. I think you've got to get the ball in their hands. LJ, do you have a pick on this yeah. one? San Francisco, minor three. Uh, yeah,
0: give me the Cowboys with the points. Uh, and and, and the reason is is because, basically like oh, Tony was saying, shit. this is a, this is a low-scoring football. Yeah, I know. If we agree, it's a bad sign. Uh, <laughs> well, I took San Francisco. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, we're, at least we're not three. Yeah, three, yeah,
1: three. yeah, that is yeah, good. You,
0: you, um, um, but I think it's going to be a low-scoring <laughs> game, and low-scoring games, three points can be a lot. Um, that's, that's basically my thought process. All right. You want me to make a pick? Yeah, let me hear it. Well,
2: I'm going to keep it split up because I mean, somebody y'all hadn't mentioned on San Francisco side is, C- is CMC. And I mean, that guy mm-hmm. is, is incredibly talented and he looks pretty healthy to me. I think he'll be able to pick up some, some, uh, you know, make some hits on, on, on Parsons to, to help in that backfield to block. I think, I think San Francisco wins this game. I'm rooting for Dallas, but I think San Francisco wins the game. And, and honestly, I think they, I think they cover that, that's. I think Shanahan's that kind of coach. He'll come up with something, and uh, they have too many skill players,
0: Uh my opinion. I will throw out, uh, Curse, it looks like, is uh, thinking he's going to be healthy, but he's not currently healthy. He's not like at practice right now, but uh, but he's telling reporters he should be in. So that's worth yeah. keeping an eye on. Well, and week. that
1: was the other thing that scared me, too, Ellis. It could have been one of those, the playoff game adrenaline, mm-hmm. like he played through it, and then you wake up on Tuesday morning like, Ah shit, yeah. that does hurt. Like, that right. hurts. So
0: I think a veteran safety is going to be a big deal a when though. it comes to, especially a team that has that many
3: weapons. Um,
1: and, and Tony, that changes your pick if Carson's yes, playing, right? It does.
3: I, I I think it does because he's he's got to be be able to be in there to to take care of Debo. That's so what you're
1: telling me is if I'm if I'm a listener here and I'm thinking about maybe placing a bet for this game, you would wait to uh-huh. see. The status yeah. of curse and then make yeah, your
3: uh, bet accordingly.
1: All right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then our, Stay, of course, the line just,
3: might change by the time ahead. that information Oh, yeah. What does
1: is, is Prestige got? Because we got per- Prestige.
3: Prestige has the 49ers minus three and a half. And I asked him this question uh, uh, that we said earlier who, who's going to be the best athlete on the field against the Cowboys 49ers? And I thought, I still think it's Micah Parsons. He said CMC. Could be. <laughs>
1: So would there be a chance that Parsons gets deployed differently and he's kind of a spy on CMC? Or do you think he's still pass rush? I, mean, I think you need his pass rush more than...
3: I, I, I think much like... yeah. Go ahead, LJ. Well, what I think, think? The, the answer is they've got so
0: many talented pieces in San Francisco that you need to get the, the, the head of the snake. It ha- You have to have the quarterback mess up <laughs> to, to, I think, cause big problems for that offense. So...
1: And that's parser rushing the passer. Yeah, that's
0: what you Rich need fan. to do. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the only way you beat the 49ers is make uh, Brock Purdy look bad. Yeah.
3: I don't think you do anything different other than say, Micah, mm-hmm. there's your target. Go get him. Yeah. And if anything gets you in your way, stop it. And I, I think that'll be just my I think through he, it. Yeah.
1: You, just, you tell Micah Parsons before the game, you're like, I think you already know this, but you are the best player on the field. And for us to win, you have to go beat <laughs> the best player on the field. Like, yeah. Yeah. I need to put more pressure on you, but that's, that's right. you, go, you need that.
3: Bobby Boucher, that guy said your water sucks, and <laughs> go get him.
1: <laughs> All right, let's stick in NFC and then we'll do the two what AFC games. Giants, Eagles. It's the night game in on Saturday. Giants at the Eagles. Eagles coming off a day of rest or a week of rest. I'm seeing Eagles minus seven and a half. Is that what we're seeing with everybody?
2: Yes. It's
1: and and I'm just telling you? Yep.
2: That's what I'm seven seeing. Seven half
1: is what I'm seeing right
2: now. <laughs> oh man. Okay. And yeah, I'm just telling
1: it. you. I, I'm drinking the Dayball and Daniel Jones Kool Aid. I Again, I don't know if I'm picking a money line again this week. <laughs> I might sprinkle. A little, I might sprinkle a little money line, but seven and a half. If they're giving seven the hook, I like the Giants because I think they'll keep playing even if they get down. Now I will say these two teams played earlier this year when they're healthy, and the Eagles crushed them. And then they played more recently when the game didn't really matter, and the Giants had backups, and it kind of actually kept it a little close. So it, it's hard to tell from the the um, earlier matchups, but I'm taking, I'm going giants plus seven. I think they cover it. Yep.
0: Same, same jumping right on that. Uh, it's hard to beat a team three times in a year. Uh, NFC East is a weird division where all these games are always scrappy. So this will be a scrappy game. I could see the giants winning this. I could see the Eagles blowing them out too. I just, but I think the smarter money in my book is going to be giants plus the points.
1: And I might would suggest, if you're in a spot where you can live bet, like seeing what Jalen Hurts looks like in the first couple of drives, because he, he could come out and like, oh, shoot, Jalen Hurts looks like Jalen Hurts. Or and it hurts his arm to throw, you know. <laughs> right. And then you got to go, oh, I like the Giants a lot more. Tony, what, where are you at in this game?
3: Yeah, I'm at seven and a half. I'm with the Giants. I'm, I, I am not as confident this week. Because I think the Giants are saying, hey, we accomplished. We came in and we won a uh, playoff game. We did
0: our season, yeah. May have a
3: little plateau. The Phillies, not happy until they go to the um, Super Bowl uh, based on you know picking up A.J. Brown and the money they've spent uh, on the defensive line. I do think, again, we've got another big injury here besides Jalen Hurts, and that's Lane Johnson. That oh, yeah, Now he is supposed to play. The last thing I saw is he was supposed to be available for this week, but I haven't seen a practice report from today. Um, of course, they didn't play last weekend, so we haven't heard. So that's something to think about. And and I suspect if, if Lane Johnson's not playing, this line goes down quite a bit. Um, I would like this line for the Giants if this was plus five. Um uh, or excuse me, I would like it for the for Philly if it was minus five, minus four. I think Phillies can cover by six, but but with seven and a half, man, that's a that's a lot. And so we'll see. But Lane Johnson, if Lane Johnson does not play, I's you know the Giants become viable at seven and a half. So I think really Lane viable.
1: Johnson probably moves <laughs> this line a point or two once his status is. Yep, he was limited in practice out today, there, by the way.
3: He, he has limited. said
1: earlier when his injury so, happened, he said he's playing he can get surgery. And I love it when they say this, like, oh, he doesn't have to get surgery. He can't hurt any more any worse. I'm like, well, it still yeah. hurts really yeah. bad. Like, I don't maybe it doesn't actually take to hurt it <laughs> any worse, but like so even if he plays, I think you're getting a seventy five percent of Lane Johnson, which I still think is important.
0: Yeah, still him, be
2: big. Because
1: we've seen in Cowboys games when he went out and all of a sudden the Cowboys almost beat him with Cooper Rush based just off him going out. So Pops, where are you at in this game?
2: What you got? Well, the Giants are going to cover for sure. Yeah, definitely have them on the for cover. Sure. Yeah, I think for they're sure they're going to cover that. I just think they're going to play them tough. Um I I am a believer in Danny dimes yeah. and, and Dayball. Dimes and Dayball, Double D's. Double D's. D's. <laughs> double D's. New York. I love me some New double York Ds. Double D's. <laughs> 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 and uh, Yeah, so I'm gonna take the Giants. I'm gonna take the Giants to cover that. Uh, we'll,
3: we'll, uh, That's an episode. I don't um, know if that's an episode title,
1: but it has <laughs> um, I believe in double right, D. Let's, let's uh, go AMC. Well, yeah, we'll well, hey, we're four oh, on oh, that, right. right? So hopefully, just, we all agreed, it, yeah.
0: and we need prestige to pick otherwise, right?
1: Yeah, but Tony didn't full off. I think Tony's like, if you're giving seven and a half, I have to. I mean, we're, but, but If I think we're all Tony putting the same bet down, that's a bad sign. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So prestige, I'm worried about your face
3: here. The prestige is money line giants. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Money, <laughs> money line. Okay, I saw that. So yeah. put it all on the yeah. Eagles. battle
0: do on the Eagles then.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't I hate it either. Actually, no, no I, I, don't I had either. a hard time figuring out who's going to win that game. But. Yeah, I, we got to look up because I. So I, I think it's going to be fun to watch Saquon Barkley mm. in this game. Because mm. uh, it, it, are you saying
1: like a Saquon prop? Is that what we're getting? I, I gonna would. I would be definitely money.
3: I would be looking Saquon uh, props here because I I think they're going to shut down. There's really not that much going on on the outside for the Giants, and we saw Daniel Jones get 78 yards on 17 attempts last week. He won't survive against the Eagles, running the ball 17 times. I I think we see that. I would would see Barkley carrying the ball 20 times, 100-plus yards, one score at least.
1: Okay. All right. You heard it. You heard the man. Last week, if you didn't take advantage of Hawkinson, well, now you got a second chance for you. Yeah. Uh, let's, so, we got a uh, prestige pick last on that game. I want his pick first on this one because you know, <laughs> he, he knows this team pretty well. <laughs> the the Jags, doing, I don't even have to ask what he's doing on Jags this The Jags are playing the Chiefs. The line I'm seeing is Chiefs minus eight and a half. Keep in mind, this game's played on a Saturday. Our boy Trevor Lawrence lost on a Saturday, and I hear there's really good Waffle House in Kansas City. Uh, Tony, what does Prestige Worldwide got for this game? Oh, he's
3: got the Chiefs minus eight and a half. So <laughs> yeah, it's all I, over admit, I
1: figured he'd probably take it all the way up to 10 or 13. I, yeah, he
3: probably would. He probably would.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, Tony, you, you got a, a pick on this one?
3: Yeah, I uh, – you know, Tom Brady had never lost to the Cowboys either. That uh, is true. Until Monday true. night. <laughs> nah. So uh, I'm not worried about this Saturday uh, thing. I, I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, they've got a bend, don't break defense. They're going to allow, uh, you know, 27 unanswered points to the to the Jaguars. So I, I like the Chiefs here. I, I, we're going to have to go with that.
1: Chiefs, eight and a half. Pops, what do you think? Oh, do you, Ken,
2: you Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs. I had it today, but I, I still am going to take them. I just think Jacksonville runs out of luck, uh, runs out of uh, whatever. They're going to they're gonna be out of the playoffs after this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have been, it feels like they've been kind of playing around the last five to six weeks of the year, just kind of going, I'm just ready for the playoffs. Like we we're in the, they they dominate the AFC West every year. That's that gets boring to win that con, that division. LJ, so uh, they uh, they just this is what they've been waiting on. They got the playoffs. They're in Kansas City. They hear the kind of complaints like, "Oh, I can't believe we're going to play in neutral field and all this stuff." And I think the Chiefs come out and blow them out. I take them all the way up to ten. LJ, what say you? Are we going to go five for
0: five? Uh, just for that last comment, that last bullshit about the AFC West. Yeah, we're going to <laughs> go five for five. I'm going to make sure they lose this game. <laughs> oh my god. See.
1: But I thought was happening was I'd get you wrapped, i get you riled up, and you take. Jaguars I thought about it. I thought about it. it, but now I'm
0: definitely uh, trying to curse the team. So right? I, that's all I'm yeah. doing. I, I mean, realistically, I'm try to I'm completely honest? Just uh, I don't see any way that the Jaguars are within uh, a touchdown of the Chiefs. They're just not that close of a football team to me. So, it,
1: it, man, it is we are way we are way, way too confident over. on the Chiefs because yeah. we, we all like the Chiefs and we like it. I think it's. I think it's. I'm not actually putting
0: money on
3: it. Just to be clear, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. Yeah, because I know what you. am not putting money on it, but you should put money on it at eight <laughs> yeah, and a half. Yeah. Um. I I think it's significant that what we're nobody's really talking about Kansas City. They are completely healthy. Mm-hmm. Um. Kadarius Tony, Mikal Hardman, uh, Clyde edwards Hilaire, Offensively, that they are full boat. Full boat. They've got four running backs, all of which have the potential to run for a hundred yards. It's ridiculous, and so I, I just don't know. uh I wouldn't have many Chiefs on my daily fantasy team, but boy, howdy, there's just no telling who's going to turn out. And that they, they, it, it's a stable, and it's going to be fun to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And then what I think, honestly, I think this one should have been the Sunday night game, but. Cowboys, 49ers, there's a lot of history there, but Bengals and Bills. oh, did we get – oh, yeah, I already got prestige yeah, on Chiefs. We knew where he was He ain't going. about
2: to ask, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bengals, <clears throat> Bills, they're, it's a rematch of the game that didn't get played from when DeMar Hamlin got hurt, and they are now playing. They're playing in Buffalo. I'm seeing the line at Bills minus five is what I'm getting That's
2: right what in.
1: I'm seeing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this – First off, Tone, I'm just pumped for this game. This is going to be two teams that really want to beat the other, and I think mm-hmm. either one definitely could. I'm kind of surprised it all the way up at five. My first inkling is Bengals, but can go ahead and give me your read on this game.
3: Tone. I'm all of the Bills, and I, I the reason that we talked about it earlier, the injuries on the offensive line for Cincinnati, they already had trouble protecting Joe Burrow and, and then to lose another starting uh, – uh, Lineman, I think it's just going to be too much to overcome. And like I said last week, I think Buffalo is finally back off their roller coaster. I know this is the game. I, I I don't know if Hamlin will or won't be at the game. There was some talk that he might be at this game. I think that would be a mistake for him and for the Bills. Uh, I, I would I would tell him watch this one from home, Demar. Do you think just because your,
1: it might even do bring too much emotion to the game?
3: I think so. Yeah, I, I, let's. I, I think so. I would be worried about that, but hey, who knows? It may just be you know the thing that does just lifts them over. But it'd be lifting for Cincinnati too. They were just as traumatized as anyone. They were on that field as well. So um, I'm I'm still going Buffalo minus five because of the problems that Cincinnati has along the line. And Cincinnati is no longer a surprise. They were a surprise last year, and uh, Buffalo I think's ready for them. And and so. Um, being down in that game that got suspended, I think they're ready to say, look, we, we got to jump and and go. And so I, I like the Bills here a lot.
1: Yeah. And- Pops, I know you are a big old fan of Joe Burrow. Do you think he gets this done? What's your pick on this
2: game? Yeah, they, they, I'm really worried about that offensive line, but they still got number nine taking the snaps and making the decisions, and so I, I think they they're going to cover that spread. I think Cincinnati will be within five, and I'm 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 feel very confident about that. Um, I. I don't know who's going to win. I, I think Buffalo probably will win, but I think Cincinnati's going to definitely cover that
1: five points. I think uh, – I said my first inkling was there, and I'm going to stick with it. I, I like Bengals to cover. I just think either way they make this game close, it's what Joe Burrow is, what that team does, and they're going to keep believing, regardless if they're down 10 going to the fourth. LJ, what do you got on uh,
0: Bill's no problem. Bill's no problem whatsoever. Yeah. Um... And uh, the the reason I'd say that is because Burrow is maybe the best quarterback in the NFL if he has two and a half seconds to throw every single time, and he just won't. Fair. He's just not going to have that. Um, yeah. And so uh, I think he's, he's going to be running for his life a lot of the game. Uh, this team creates turnovers by getting pressure. Um, I think the Bills are a great football team, and I think they're going to be all right.
1: Did we maybe get – I mean, I, we gave credit to the Dolphins for battling back in that game. Did we maybe get a – Bills went up 14-0, and they were like, "All right, let's go." Yeah. Cincinnati. They were looking ahead, and they kind of lost sight of this one. I mean, the Bills want to play this one. Just, to, I, mean, I think both teams do. I, I think I'm switching. I'm switching over to Bills. I'm switching okay. to Bills. All Bills. Right. On the spot. I'm switching. Yeah, I'm switching. <laughs> that offensive line. That's just going to be a problem. That's going to be, be a problem. problem. Yeah. But we said that all throughout the playoffs last year. Joe Burrow just kept winning, kept winning, kept winning up until the Super Bowl. So who knows? But
3: I think I'm I think i switching to Bills. What does Prestige Worldwide got on this one? He's got uh, Cincinnati plus five. Okay. Plus. plus so five. So plus I'll, five. Yeah. Just to not to make you switch games. We're the only ones on. That might be yeah, some money. Not man. to not to make you. Yeah, I felt pretty good with me and LJ, but now <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I'm just kidding, okay? I, But he, <laughs> here's something to give you pause if you want to think about switching again. <laughs> I, another thing we talked about Barkley, but I think this could be a Joe Mixon game. And the reason I say that is that you can run on Buffalo and Joe Burrow is, it, we talk about this pressure and, and LJ brought it, brought it up. If for some reason, Buffalo tries to really take Joe Burrow out of the game, Joe Mixon's pretty good. And uh, this just in, if you didn't know, he, he's pretty good. And so if he's, if he can get uh 15 carries, uh then I, I think this is uh certainly uh certainly a winnable game for Cincinnati if they can establish the run game. I don't know if they can on the road. Um and it because they're gonna have to be patient if they do get behind. Like I said earlier, if Buffalo should be ready to jump on Cincinnati fast. If they do, it looks like trouble to me. But if Joe Mixon can be a factor in this game and have fifteen carries and around eighty yards, a couple scores, I think they've got a shot. Now, I don't know what his props would be, but I would really look at Joe Mixon for some props on this one uh, for the weekend. Tony, tell are, you, uh, are you changing your pick Tony or? No, I'm not. I, I think, okay. no, I think Buffalo really. Goes and like gets it, him. I know. I thought, okay. no, I, I'm worried about Mixon. I think, uh, you know, you think? are you worried about Jamar chase? Not really. Are you worried about T Higgins? Not really. Are you worried about Tyler Boyd? Not really. Are you worried about Hayden Hurst? Not really. I'm worried about Joe Mixon. <laughs> Man,
2: That's all those guys you just him, said, man. I'm a little worried
1: about if I was I – about to say, yeah. usually when you say, are you worried about Jamar Chase, I think you <laughs> – Yes, worried.
2: yes, I should be concerned <laughs> about nah, Jamar we Chase. may be
3: talking next week. Y'all may have this playback ready next week, and when the Bengals win by 20-something, <laughs> so Tony, you said you yeah. didn't worry about Jamar Chase. We're just going to
1: have LJ hit a <laughs> <the> clip <laughs> and it's going to go, are you worried about Jamar Chase? Not really. After he has, after he has 180 <laughs> yards. <laughs> <laughs> Know, well, like, you sounded a little you sounded a little too confident yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think it
3: yeah. Anyway. Famous last words.
1: All right. But, so that wraps us up with division around. Oh, I did want to bring up a point, and I don't think I saw it in every game. We talked about this a little on text, and they, I saw it mostly in the Giants and Vikings game. But these expedited reviews oh, they were doing yeah. where like they would just call down. And they That's were great. Good. There was one where I can't remember who it was. I think Hogginson had a catch and they called it first down. I remember thinking like well, that's probably pretty close. I don't, it's tough to challenge it maybe just because it was a spot play, but I kind of wouldn't mind a second look. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, nope, we did a quick review and they're going to move it back. So it's actually going to be third and one instead of first down.
3: This and, is that, they ended up not,
1: yeah. and they ended up not getting the first down and had to punt. And that, that happened multiple times in that game. And I thought, this is how we need to do it. We don't need the 10 replays. We just need the booth. And they go, yeah, it's actually short. Let's reverse mm-hmm. it. And I, LJ, I thought it was great. I don't feel like I saw it in the other games, though, as much for whatever reason. Did I just miss it?
0: You know, or? you're saying that, and I'm kind of feeling the same now. I don't remember. I just remember really liking I, it, but I remember that moment.
2: I think it was, right? There probably just wasn't a call that was so Well, important. and it's also, yeah. it could have yeah.
1: been what, the environment in which I was watching. I think the Vikings, when I was just my, at my house by mm-hmm. myself, and so maybe I just noticed it more like I'm listening. Because, like one, we were watching a restaurant, so you can't really hear the play-by-play. Like, I was watching all the game, but I don't hear the announcer maybe say, yeah. oh, they reviewed that and moved it back right. or something. Tony, what did yeah. you think? I mean, it looked great. No, yeah. As a fan, I, I thought the experience was great when they did do it.
3: I thought it was really good. I, that That is the way it's supposed to work. I, I And I think other than um, – I think the Cowboys game went long but didn't. I think most of those games well, were right at three hours or less. Seventy
1: damn times. No shit.
3: Yeah, I I think it was. Uh, mo- the games on Saturday. and Sunday were three hours or less. I think.
1: And Man, really quick, it, I
3: like that. Mm, me too.
1: Those quick reviews pops those quick. When we see the play so many times, if you can't tell by and we've said this before, if you can't tell by the third or fourth time, then just uphold the call. Like it, obviously we don't. You don't know if you're watching it. A thirteenth time with the NBC it cam that goes a little closer, and you still don't know, and maybe you just don't know. Um, all right. that wraps so up football talk. I don't think I didn't have anything else to touch on. I mean, I'm calling. Oh, go ahead, pops. What, what are we Two got? Two things.
2: One I wanted to bring up is did you guys see? And I don't know if they could replay this or on the, the the expedited replay, but I think it was a, a an interception where Tom yeah. Brady just t- trips the His guy. Slide I mean. Him like th- there's no that's it's kind of a sucker play yeah, i'm a telling you dirty. I, I, a little dirty i like and i can feel his pain i know he was pissed and all but that was that was a cheap shot, uh, uh play by the goat. I'm, I'm just saying that's what it was. I'm calling a spade a spade.
0: I just wonder if uh, the way he played all uh, that game, if he just maybe found out that like Drew Henson and Giselle hooked up or something like that, or <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was dirty. That was a dirty play for sure. No doubt about it. And you get two. What,
2: what, I had one other that? thing I wanted to talk about: offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I wanted to bring that okay. up because I, I think there are. To me, I'm gonna I'm gonna say four names that really rung a bell to me. Uh, I think you got to put Brock Purdy uh, in, on this list, and and you know what, he might be the winner, even though he just played the last five or six games. But uh, but also Garrett Wilson, you know, the New York Jets uh, wide receiver, uh, Chris Olave, I thought had a really really good year uh, uh, with the Saints, and then I I'm gonna go ahead and put Tyler Smith, that offensive lineman for the the Cowboys, that is, you know, when. When uh Tyron Tyron Smith came back, he stayed at left tackle. Um now I think he, he's got a little bit of polishing yet to go, but I, I think maybe the Cowboys have found yet another good offensive lineman. Uh, and so though those are the guys to me that I think are in the running. I'd be interested to see who you guys think might might be the winner. And there there might be someone I'm forgetting, but
1: I would I would I want to give an honorable mention to him if he doesn't get hurt. I think Brees Hall probably was going to be the rookie yeah. year for the Jets. Yeah. He was just playing really good, and I think Kenneth Walker has a name. Kenneth
2: in Walker de- deserves to be in that. He's yes, got the best odds right, right now
0: to- of anybody to win it. Walker, yeah. Walker, At minus one ten. That was who I was Is there
1: another one we're yeah. missing? Maybe is there another name that uh, I think I don't hate your Smith pick there for the Cowboys, but I don't see an offensive lineman yeah. getting it. But he, I'm just I excited. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, as a Cowboys fan, I think you got a cornerstone, cornerstone offensive lineman piece for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. So good draft pick, which I didn't necessarily love the draft pick when they made it, but I feel like to tell all offensive linemen picks are You're kind of like, oh, that's not the sexy receiver we wanted, the mm-hmm. toy we want, but they're important. Tony,
2: you need those linemen, baby. You need line. Oh, that's where the games yeah. won and lost on the line. Yeah. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. Is there one you like
1: out of that group or one? Oh, uh, Kenneth teams? Walker.
3: I yeah. to me, it's Kenneth Walker. I, I I just can't see any way around that. I I mean, it's just now. I, I don't know why he's not getting a comeback. I know Geno Smith, probably comeback player of the year. So,
1: why does Geno Smith get comeback? What did he come back from?
3: Just being kind I'm of scary? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Second generation <laughs> in the face in t-
0: 2010.
3: <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> if, it wasn't a a bitch. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't him, I think Travis Etienne has a great chance at that. He, you know, because he didn't right. play last year. But was up and second, down. I thought some this year. Guy, well, yeah. But if you look at his final stats and where his team is right now, they wouldn't be there if they mm-hmm. hadn't traded James Robinson and rode him uh, during those those middle games and through yeah. the, end of the year. His last two games, yeah, he didn't. They've they've. I think he's get he's he starting to get tired and Hasty is starting to play a little more. But through the year, I think that's that's. But Kenneth Walker. For uh, to me is the is the offensive rookie of the year by by far. I, he just took over and, and Reds, that way too. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: but those receivers were good. Those, Olave and Wilson both. Were oh, really good. Yeah. Cool.
3: absolutely. Yeah. So y'all yeah, are eliminating no. Purdy just because he didn't play I enough. Like or?
1: I would. I would
0: think about it.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't think he played enough, and unfortunately for that for that award. He's got CMC in the backfield, and they're going to say, well, CMC is the reason they're they're doing so well. And, and so if, if you wrong. give any rookie quarterback CMC in the backfield, well, they're going to be pretty good. They were good. doing pretty well before they had CMC. Is Brock, so, Purdy
1: no, the star- is Brock Purdy the starter for the 49ers next year going into
3: <laughs> You know, that's a interesting I don't know. question. It, that is a great – that is a probably very interesting right. question. Not, nah, it's got to be the the guy that
2: got hurt, which is not even Trey Lance. Lance but, Trey Lance. Yeah. I think
1: Garoppolo's probably gone.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. Definitely. Is it Tom definitely. Brady?
3: No.
1: So is there any? Does anybody have a? I think did Tony did you already say he's going to Vegas? Is that what you told us?
3: That's what I heard. Well, I thought he thought video. he might. I I suspect now after watching that game, uh, and I know Prestige Worldwide has different thought on this. I I think Aaron Rodgers may end up in Vegas, uh, but I think again, I think the New York Jets is where a, if there's a quarterback a. a, a Veteran quarterback who's looking to have that run, it's probably in New York with the Jets. Because kind of where you talked Jared about going. Brees Hall, uh, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. They've got some talent on the offensive side of the ball and a really good offensive line. Pretty
2: so, good defense,
3: um, too. Pretty good defense. Yeah. So, you could go there and make some noise fairly quickly. So, I, that's where – and it's the Big Apple. And – so this, they hadn't won in a the,
2: long time. That'd be a big deal a for the time. Jets. And I know that's yeah. what
3: Brett Favre thought he could do. But you know, you send out dick pics. That kind of ruins your career. So uh, <laughs> it's that's the end of your comeback. You i take uh, your word for it, Tony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trust an expert.
3: Well. <laughs> You know, let's just, let's just uh let's just leave it that. I, I better not say anything more than that's that. That's a perfect. <laughs> not that I would know.
1: Problems. Uh, not that I pops, would know. did you have any bougie problems? This yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Hey, Boogy
2: problems. Uh, don't, uh, don't. The same one I've been having. <laughs> it's just that damn Fox thing. I've I've just got to figure it out. We I've already asked. The Super Bowl's not on Fox, is it?
1: Uh, I think it. It's Greg Olson and Burkhart calling it. Are they Fox? Yes. mm
2: Hmm. Well, you can. Fubo. I can go
1: to Fox app. I Fubo. guess. I mean. No, Fubo. It, 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 it sounds like Liz might be going somewhere else for a Super Bowl hey, party this year. Well, you know, hey,
3: Super Bowl. You know where you, you come to Little Rock, Fubo. Here, okay. here at the greenhouse. Oh, come on. We'll, don't, we'll watch. Don't we'll offer watch what it. you don't, what you can't. Uh, I'm ready. Well, well, you're you know, to
2: come to Chicago then. Well, hey. I'd love to. But it's a little further. Oh, yeah. Little Rock's just a What's tad
3: time? closer. Wait a minute. What weekend is the Super Bowl? Twelfth. I don't even know.
1: February. Yeah.
3: Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. <laughs> well, now Ooh, I got a little nervous there. <laughs> oh, it's uh, that's Valentine's weekend as well. There, mm-hmm. Doctor Liv, because Valentine's is that next Tuesday. So, yeah. you're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: somebody, you <laughs>
3: Uncle Romantic Tony, community. what, what
1: you, you you showed us before we yes. started recording? I think we weren't quite recording yet, but you yeah. showed us a drink that you're doing. It looks fancy. It and is it has fancy. A Dallas Cowboy star on it for the listener out there.
3: It does. So I I filled my AT and T Stadium glass mm-hmm. with what's called the Cowboy cocktail, and there's multiple. It's not of these. full now. Just for the listeners, it's not, it's not full, full now. now. That sound is just ice at the at the bottom. But the cowboy cocktail, you can see multiple of these online, but this is the Dallas Cowboy Cowboy Cocktail. And so it's basically a a souped up margarita. So it's uh, silver tequila, blue curacao, Grand Marnay, lime juice. And here's what I think the kicker is ginger beer gives it a little bit of a pop. So you put all that.
1: Was there pun intended there with the kicker comment?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps. Perhaps, perhaps. was Cowboy uh, Cup, the kicker. You know. Cowboy the Cup, the kicker and everything, but it's a nice blue shade. It's a it's a f- a refreshing margarita. It's not real sweet like a margarita is. That ginger beer really gives it a extra little spice. I won't say kick do you, anymore. Do you, spice, but, uh, do you salt the
0: rim like Jerry Jones salts his the, breakfast sandwiches? No. Point, if
3: you will. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> salt the rim like you did sandwiches. But if you see it out there, it's called the Cowboy Cocktail, Dallas Cowboys Cowboy Cocktail. It's really good. I I am I have enjoyed it. Not as much as I enjoy Diet Coke and Champagne, <laughs> but it uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. And so, go Cowboys! A big win, big win this week for the Cowboys. Need to celebrate it.
1: There we go. And then we look forward to another big win next week. And then we'll be right back here. Maybe maybe everybody will be drinking the Dallas Cowboy Cocktail. Who knows? Next well, week.
3: there it is. You heard it here first, folks.
1: All right, I think that will do it for another week of the Just Press Play podcast. We'll be back next week to uh, wrap up the most exciting week in football and then look ahead to Championship Sunday. All right, y'all, I will catch you later. Peace, Peace out. The is here already.
0: I just got to say that uh, I love uh, that we have a season that uh, Ben Roethlisberger didn't play at all. Aaron Rodgers didn't make the playoffs, and Brady got knocked out in the first round. I would almost take the Bronco season for this to have been <laughs> the trick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know Did LJ sell his soul? Is that what happened so we could see all?
0: So all he stuff? Sold. I mean, you know, just one season is yeah. all I needed, and then and then let's get it back. I'll follow the sword yeah. for one year to
1: watch it. The problem else. is, is
0: that, the deal is shampoo.
3: for five years, so. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. Yeah, hey, I got a question. Get with the devil. I got a question for Liv. Hey, did you do your 10 day detox?
2: I did. Yeah, I'm coming off of it, Tony. Are today. you off of it yet? Last today? Day. Today's last day, yeah. Oh, today's no, last, last day. Today, today, you can start bringing things back in uh, incrementally.
0: So, I have like a, a little bit of a cheeseburger, a little bit of a beer, that sort of thing?
2: Yes. I mean, you. you what, what you want to do is you want to see, you know, if I do this, does it keep me up at night? Does it upset my stomach? Does it cause inflammation in my hip? You know, blah, 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 blah. So... So uh, that's that's, that's uh, yeah that's, that's what we're doing No, it's interesting So I think like flour I did have something with some flour Some wheat in it the other day And my hip kind of hurt a little Inflammation I think it does That it tends to inflame you Sorry, that's old man talking But I'm learning stuff, man I'm learning about my diet And it makes a difference
1: <laughs> Very cool,
0: very cool That's
2: awesome So flour makes your hips swell It's either that or nicotine, or, or, you know. (laughs) Better did you bump a wall or
1: something? No, No.